Hey friends, I'm super excited that you're back. Welcome back to Moonshot Entrepreneur to another episode. In today's episode, I'm going to speak to you about something which might give you the creeps. I'm going to speak to you about investing. Um, I know that this gives you the creeps because I was you. I was playing it safe for a long time, suspecting a scam whenever someone told me that I got to invest my hard-earned money and that ain't going to happen was what I always thought that is until I discovered that I'm actually losing money if I choose just to save it up. So, if you have concerned about your hard-earned money and if you're wondering whether saving is the best option, um, just stay tuned because I'm going to tell you four reasons why you are losing money if you are only saving it up. Hey friends, welcome to Moonshot Entrepreneur. This is the place where we partner with God to build His custom design calling for our life. In this podcast, you'll get laser focused on aligning your life with God and you will learn the strategies to implement true change. Along with that, you will also learn to create the time and income for the amazing dreams God has for you. Sounds like a moonshot? Well, set your expectations high because when we dare to partner with God, Anything is possible. I promise you that we're going to have a ton of fun on this journey together. So grab your notebook and pen and pursue with me your God-led life transformation. Let's go. Oh my gosh, I'm going to speak to you today about saving and another topic. Yikes, investing. Is it though? Is it as bad? Is investing as bad as we feel that it is? Well, let me tell you that it isn't. And today we'll be focusing on saving and the four reasons why you are losing money if you are not investing your hard-earned money. And if you would like to go deeper and understand investing more, just snack coaching session with me. I can get you started on investing or on your personal financial situation, how to manage that in a better way. And let me just say a disclaimer here. I do not sell you financial products or services. I am not an affiliate to anyone doing that. I'm also not a certified professional if you're wondering about that. I just want to share my experience with you. I started out scrappy because I probably, like you, was afraid of investing for a long time. I just had the feeling that saving it up is the best way because it's hard-earned money and I just wanted to play it safe. But hey, I discovered that that's not going to work. So I started out scrappy and I will let you in on my playbook. Of course, over the years, um, I have sophisticated it a little bit um, with my own experience. And as you know, I'm also doing an executive MBA and financial management is one huge part of that too. So I will let you in on my tips and tricks, which I use in practice. And of course, with the theory, which goes with that, and I can help you apply that knowledge to your personal situation, because at the end of the day, 
you also want to make sure that your money is put to use in useful ways. You have a family to take care of. You want to do the Lord's work with money. And so I'm sure that you want to be wise about that. And I will let you know how to go about that and not to take chances with your money. So if you would like to get coached, come reach out to me at support at moonshotentrepreneur.com. Send me an email and I'm happy to help you. And now if you're really wondering whether you have the money to get started as I was wondering in the beginning, let me just tell you that you can start with a few hundred dollars or a few thousands of dollars if you have to spare, but you can also start with even 50 bucks. You do not even have to make regular payments. There are ways to invest your money in fairly safe options. So do not worry about that. Of course, it's better if you can regularly make larger payments, but even if you cannot afford that at the moment, just come and get the knowledge. I can help you to apply financial knowledge to your personal situation. So just shoot me an email to support at moonshotentrepreneur.com. At this moment, you actually have the unique chance to save up some bucks because at the moment I offer my coaching for a special price. I have still launch prices going on because I launched Moonshot Entrepreneur this podcast on January 18th, but I'm also going to switch to normal prices. So run, hurry up if you want to snag a coaching session with me. And if you are listening to this episode, perhaps later on, after this time has passed, you can still snag a coaching session with me. Okay, so let's dig into the content of this episode. Today, I'm going to bust the myth that saving is better than investing. Why am I going to do that? It's because I have been believing it for too long myself. I have thought that saving is the best option out there and that saving is enough to afford nice things and to be able to pay all my bills. But my eyes were opened and I want to wake you up too um, because I do not want you to be in a sleep and to lose all your money. Uh, as we speak. So um, how did I even come up with this? It was about, I think about one and a half or two years ago. Um, I'm in the habit of reading the Bible, not just the Bible, but also of really digging into certain topics. Um, sometimes um, I will just feel so interested in a certain topic and I will just dig in and try to find out what the Bible tells me about that certain topic. I try to do more research um, about that and that's just my jam. I, I just love to do that. And so one and a half or two years ago, I was digging into the topic of tithing and personal finance and how to handle money and biblical ways of handling money. And here I just want to say that the Bible has the answer to so many problems in our life. Um, but please be aware that the Bible was not written to let you know uh, as a primary focus how you should handle your money. It's not about investing. It's not an investment book. And yet the Bible has many interesting principles on investment, on handling money. You would be actually quite surprised to see how much the Bible has to tell us about that, but even much more than that. 
the Bible has to tell us about the love of Christ. So that being said, I was looking up certain things and I hardly do it, but on this one particular day, I did something which I never did before. I went to YouTube to look up um, biblical sermons uh, on finance, on personal finance and on handling money. That was actually my aim to hear other people preach about it and to sort of um, get a more rich perspective. Um, but when I went there, I stumbled over a discussion by a certain man called Josh Tolley, and he was being interviewed um, at the Faith and Finance channel, I think it was called, uh, or was it even called that? I do not remember, but he was speaking about being a biblical entrepreneur and touching about um, topics of entrepreneurship, why he thinks that it is good to do different things and to be really uh, smart about how you handle money. And so I was listening to the things he was saying, and I thought, wow, he really has a point about certain things he is saying. But then, of course, I do not just hear and sit around and believe, uh, but I go to the Bible, do my own research, and did my own research, and I discovered that actually my approach over the past maybe 35 years, which I lived, was wrong. Not that it was biblically wrong, uh, but perhaps that I didn't really give good attention to this topic. And I also discovered that things in the world are actually not in a favorable um, circumstance, that saving would be a great option. And here are the four reasons I'm going to share. I'm going to share with you four reasons. So reason number one, why saving up your money is not the smartest option is because there is a negative interest rate or a negative interest rate environment. I do not know about your country, but in Switzerland, that is the case. If you have a certain amount of money and try to deposit it in the bank, you are actually paying the bank for them to keep your money. Now, you can say, well, that's not my problem since I'm not rich and I do not get that threshold. That's okay. Um, I was also thinking like that, but then I discovered that the interest rate which I have on that banking account isn't that large either. Okay, I'm not having negative interest rate, but I'm having an interest rate of point zero. I don't remember, 0.2, something like that, 0.05% um, interest rate. And that means that at the end of a period, either... If I have negative interest rates, um, the substance is eaten away. If I had $100, I am left with probably $80. Or um, it just says if I had $100, um, I'm left with $100.60 at the end of the year uh, or $100 and $2 interest at the end of the year. And now tell me frankly, how good is that investment? Are you going to get rich with the 60 cents or the $2? Now you could say, well, my aim is not to get rich. And I hear you and I can understand that. 
Um, but just remember the following. Usually, if you have a banking account, you also pay your bank a maintenance fee, sort of a fee for them to take care of your business, to deposit your money, to give you, to handle your money and, and to give you access to um, e-banking and stuff like that. So you have some sort of maintenance fee and usually that exceeds by far the amount of money you would make if you had, um, if, if you just look at the interest amount you are making on that uh, same bank account. So just try to weigh those things up against each other. Um, the second reason why saving is not the smartest option is inflation. Now, what does inflation mean? Um, to, to put it in layman's terms, um, let's say you can buy, I don't know, what you can buy for $100, but whatever you can buy, you can buy for $100. And now let's say next year you again have $100, but you cannot buy as much. If you were able to um, do the groceries for a week with $100, the next year for um, to do the same groceries with the same items, you might have to pay $105 or $110. So that rate, that increase or decrease, I would rather say, um, is inflation. It tells you sort of the proportion um, of the rising uh, living costs. And so um, if there is a high inflation in your country, chances are that if you made $100, that these are not going to be worth as much. If the inflation rate is like 8%, uh, your $100 is actually only worth $92 at the moment. And now I also want you to think about the um, inflation rate, which the government tells you, which happened during the year, and think about the unforeseen things and rise in prices, which are not... Um, which are not sort of um, built into that inflation rate. Just think about rising fuel prices because of the war or because of any other circumstances. You suddenly have to pay more to get your car and your people from A to B. Um, think about um, rising health costs. Think about um, the premiums which are rising and all kind of things. So you see here that actually um, the environment is changing in a way that you have the need not just to keep the, the amount of money which you had from one year to the next, but you really have a need to increase the amount of money which you have from one year to the next to be able to afford the same things which you were able to afford, which you were able to afford in the previous year. So my point is here um, that you really have to think also that you perhaps have negotiated your salary a couple of years ago, maybe three or four or five years ago, you started to work with a certain employer for a certain amount of money, thinking that you are able to afford um, to pay your bills, to have a decent living, uh, but you are not anymore. And with every increasing year, the chances are that you are not able to do that if you are only saving up what you get.
The third reason why saving is not the smartest option is the taxation system. Now, I know that every country has their own um, fun ways to tax people. But here in Switzerland, there are two types of ways you get taxed. Well, first of all, uh, you have an income tax, which you have to pay. So if you make, let's say, $5,000 a month, you have to pay an um, income tax on that $5,000. Anything ranging from, let's say, in an average of 25% to um, up to 40%. Now, of course, it depends on how how much you make in general as a household. If you make more, you pay more taxes. If you make less, you pay less taxes. There is a progression rate and everything. But the point is, you pay tax. So let's say you make $5,000. You have 25% tax on that. That means about $1,000 you are going to spend um, to pay your taxes. And then you have about $4,000 left to do anything else you want to do at that month, be it paying the rent or, I don't know, putting on fuel in the car or whatever it may be. And whatever the rest is, you are putting in your banking account. Let's say you come up uh, on the other end with $1,000 left. You put those $1,000 in your banking account. And now Switzerland has the system that you are also taxed for your assets and whatever you have in your banking account is your asset. Um, So there you're going to pay again. And as you can see, if you're just saving it up, you're going to pay another set of taxes. And now you can say, sure, if you invest, you also have to uh, be taxed on your investment, on your dividends, on your returns. But the proportion of that is much different. The taxation here is much different then. And so saving it up might not be the smartest option for you. The fourth reason why saving is not the smartest option is here. The reason why we actually tend to save up our money is because we think that putting it on a banking account is the risk-free option. If you keep it at home, um, I don't know, underneath your bed or inside your pillow, chances are that that you will be robbed. Um, If you um, keep it on a banking account, you sort of feel that the money is safe and it's really convenient to pay off your bills using e-banking. So it's really a cool option to have your money, all your savings on your banking account. But here is why this is not the risk-free option. The bank um, only guarantees a certain amount of money to be repaid in the case that there is a crisis. Now, if you think that there is never going to be a crisis, think again. Have you heard about the financial crisis? Do you remember what happened there? And yes, there were some phony concepts and schemes going on, but remember that your money is just not guaranteed. And even if your bank guarantees a certain amount of money and you feel that you are not rich enough to reach that threshold, just think of 
um, banks which mismanage the money they have and go bankrupt. Do you think that you are going to see that money ever again? Yes, agree that there are some reasons to put money on your banking account. And I'm not saying that you should never do that. But I'm just saying that you are mistaken if you think that this is the smartest option and that this is the only option that you have um, to take care of your finances. So I'm going to leave you today with a homework because I do not want you to just take my word on it. I want you to be convinced when you do something. So to answer the question, is saving better than investing? In my opinion, it is not. And I'm busting that myth with the four reasons I just gave you, which are inflation, negative interest, taxation, and the risk associated with banks. But do this homework. I want you to go to your e-banking account, log in, and see at the expenses. Look at the expenses, have a look at the expenses, and look what is the average amount of money which you spent for, um, let's say, groceries. And compare um, the money you spent um, this month, last month, for the last three months, and then compare it um, to the money you spent uh, in an average during the previous year and during the previous two or three years. Compare it and see for yourself whether the numbers add up, whether they are quite similar or whether you can see a trend and increase in things. Also, compare the specific prices um, of your country or of your state or canton or whatever place you live. Um, and try to find out how prices have developed over the years. And you can find plenty of information about that um, over on the internet. You can just Google, let's say, price of a hamburger in 2015 and price of a hamburger now. Um, so you will find that, not just a hamburger, but I'm saying just type in certain things which you use frequently. Uh, like going to the restaurant, if you're going to the restaurant to eat, like groceries, like bread, something which you buy uh, quite frequently, like um, fuel for your car, gas prices. Just look at the development there and see how much it has increased or whether it has stayed stagnant. Um, I bet that you will see a rise and not just a little rise, but a huge rise. Also, compare the interest rate and the fee of your savings account. Okay, just go and see what you were left with at the beginning of this year. Okay, not the beginning of this year, at the beginning of last year and at the end of last year. Which fees were deducted from your banking account? And how much did you make in interest rate? Compare the final amount which you would get and share your findings over in the Facebook group um, that is Moonshot Entrepreneur over on Facebook. Um, go to facebook.com slash groups slash Moonshot Entrepreneur and share your findings. You do not have to be specific about the numbers, but just share whether you see a general increase and how much increase do you see or do you see that it was um, it didn't move at all or do you even see that things got better over the years? I wonder what you're going to uh, find out. I, I really want to know 
um, what you come up with. And before we go today, let me leave you with a prayer. Father Almighty, thank you that you are the source of all knowledge and wisdom. There are things, Lord, which we do not know, but we know that you can lead us to the right information. So we pray that you lead everyone listening to this episode to the right information. Help them to use the resources you have given them wisely. Lord, help us to give you glory with whatever we have been given, be it time, be it money, be it other resources and talents. Help us, Lord, to focus on you and your kingdom. Help us to be good stewards of what you have given us and help us to share it with your people, to share your love and light. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I hope this has helped you and blessed you. Don't forget to reach out to me for coaching if you would like to go deeper. Just let me remind you that launch prices are good to go for another few, very few weeks only. So if you want to snack a coaching session with me, now is the perfect time. So friend, I can't wait to hear from you soon. But until then, stay wrapped up in Christ's love. Real quick before you go, if this podcast blessed you in some way, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving me a written review for the show over on Apple Podcast. I seriously am lit up every time I hear from you guys. So if this show has impacted your life in some way, just let me know about it. And here's the second thing you can do. Take a screenshot of this episode or of your review and go share it over on Facebook and tag me. God bless as you dare to make the change.